This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk. Podcast. The following is a paid program. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. This is Right at Home with Rich. I am your host, Rich Orris, and the phones are live and lively, ready for you guys to call in. Give me a shout. Talk about anything about your house, anything you got going on. Maybe you're doing some remodeling uh, this weekend, trying to use a little Christmas, New Year's time off to get some things done around the house. If you have anything going on, any questions about it, um, products or types of ways to do things or, you know, just anything you you got going, give me a shout. 314-241-9797. I'd love to help you out today. Love to make this your topic and and what's happening out there. And um, definitely have a good list of topics today. I've got... uh, some stuff about, you know, some of the things we do around Mosby, um, making a game plan for every type of project. I've got some stuff about windows, um, when to change out your builder grade windows, got some stuff on, uh, a new front door, how to figure out what should you ask yourself, you know, what you should, what, what should you really do when you go to look for a new front door? A new front door isn't what it used to be. And you, there's so many options and so many things you can do. So I'd love to go over that with you and also have some tips on just, you know, keeping an organized house and and what are the rules that, you know, every organized house kind of follows and, you know, what should you do to just keep that going and keep that house organized. It could be a lot easier than you think. So we have all that for you and we have your topics, whatever you got going on, give us a shout. 314-241-9797. I will be here for the next hour to help you out in whatever you need inside or outside your house. So let's, uh, let's talk about, you know, a game plan. Let's talk about, you know, getting into different types of projects. Um, I think I'll just kind of start there with you while we, uh, wait for some calls to come in and, um, So when you think about, you know, different types of projects, I mean, no two projects are really the same, no matter what you're doing. Even a kitchen remodel from one house to the next isn't necessarily the same. So we have different processes, tailor-made processes for different types of remodeling projects, you know, that can save you some time. It can save you some money. It can get great results and really help, you know, clients, fit their styles and needs on what type of uh, project they're doing and and how do you get it done for them. So when you look at a larger project, what we would call like a custom remodeling project or a 
design-build project that really in a project like that, you know, sky's the limits for for whatever you're doing. Um, you might be making some, you know, major structural changes to your house or to the space around you or, you know, open floor plan is very popular. So, you know, when you're looking at these more complex projects and they really require, you know, designers and, and architects to really get them figured out. And, and in these projects, you know, typically you're, you're moving fixtures, you're moving some plumbing, electrical, maybe taking down walls, constructing, you know, new spaces altogether, maybe an addition added on. Um, so you've got, you know, a lot of work in these projects and it can take a lot of extra time to get through the designing of a project like that. Um, and to really figure out all the necessary details to get it completed all the way through. So, uh, you know, our designing process is really tailored to a start end project from start to finish to really get all your ideas, you know, get them on a big screen, get them on a, a big screen that shows you all the 3D renderings and everything and, you know, just helps you choose and pick what, you know, can, can really happen in those projects. And then it can help you kind of pick that, you know, dollar level of, you know, how, how expensive am I really getting? What, you know, the more you do, the more it's going to cost. So you can kind of figure out that pipe dream, have your come to Jesus meeting where you're looking over it and you're kind of, well, how do I get it to here and mix and match and, you know, really get a good tailored project that fits for you. But so those, those design build custom remodeling larger projects have a lot of extensive you know designing and, and everything with them when you get into something a little simpler a little smaller what we might call the semi custom remodeling project so a project that's you know not as extensive as that large custom but you know entails the same rooms and the same type of remodeling. It's a little more usually cosmetic changes. Um, your layouts will generally, you know, stay where they are, stay the same. Your walls will usually stay where they are. Maybe you make an opening a little bit bigger or, you know, create a little different one, but, you know, minor changes that we can kind of design through. You still need some sort of designing. You still need some sort of figuring out what's going on. Um, and, and to get it figured out. So when you're only, you know, changing those fixtures, so instead of moving them all around, you might just be changing your plumbing fixtures, countertops, cabinets, refreshing that flooring. So our right bath and, and right kitchen uh, segment offers, you know, a streamlined design process that makes it quicker and easier. And you can get through pre-selected um, materials that are that all work together well and really you know do great things in the space you can stick you know it's still the same kind of high-end nice products um, we never really like to go to a builder grade you know anything too simple like that we want it to last for long warranties and you know get a lot of lasting value out of what we're doing so you can still have those high-end products with the high-end results but not be so overwhelmed with everything you need to do or pick through or go out shopping, stuff like that. It can be done in the home. 
it's it's just a lot simpler process or just done in a in a you know presentation room at our office something like that so the semi custom involves the same type of stuff just a little bit simpler version of that big custom you know design build remodel so exterior remodeling is kind of another one that really has its own process it deserves its own process cuz it is quite different than you know when you're looking at a kitchen or something like that and it's definitely you know the the benefit of those architects and designers and being able to show you what your home is going to look like when it's done everybody loves that visual thing so you know having an easy process that gets to that but when when you're on the outside of the home you really got to watch and you know be particular with the the techniques of the installation and getting it done right. So having designated crews that just do that outside stuff that understand, you know, they're not just boosting your curb appeal. They're going to make it more energy efficient. They're going to make it function and they're going to keep it safe from leaks and air infiltration and, you know, really get a lot of lasting out of that, you know, exterior project for years to come. So when you're looking at, you know, how we take kind of a, a large, you know, approach at looking at the whole house, not just each area or each component and being, you know, kind of a subsidiary of we do everything, we cover everything, and we can get you through everything. And we have these processes with our exteriors by Mosby, with our right bath, right kitchen, with our design build, we can get through any type of level of project like that with you and for you. So I definitely invite you to, you know, check us out. You can look at our website at callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com, or just give us a call and set something up, uh, 314-909-1800. And we'd love to come out and take a look and kind of explain a little deeper detail of what we do and how we do it and everything. And if you're thinking of anything like that, Give us a call. You might just the right project. Get me out there too. You can even request me if you would like. I'd love to come out and see everybody. So, and you can do on our on our website. You can just uh, there's a texting option where you can just kind of message in and they'll message back and forth and get something set up that way. So if you, you could do it at midnight, two, three in the morning, doesn't matter, and we can get something working and set up for you. So. Eric, I think we'll get into our first break here while we await some more calls. And feel free, if you got anything going on, give me a call, 314-241-9797. All right, we are back. We are having fun. This is my favorite hour of the week. I see Eric staring at me. I just took off my, my little hoodie I noticed thing the shirt, yeah. yeah, yeah getting a kick out Ferris. of that. <laughs> Yeah, I should post a picture of that so that's people a good, believe that's it. That's a good t-shirt. That I've had this thing for so many years. I have so this, and that is one of my Ferris Bueller's Day Off is one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's I that's one that, that you, you I imagine when you're wearing that around, you see smiles crack just as you're walking through yeah, uh, exactly. you know, the, the grocery store or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So my son's thing is The Office, the, oh, the TV the Office, show. Yeah. And so for Christmas, we got him like two or three t-shirts that are, you know, Dunder Mifflin t-shirts. Yep. One yep. is the... Um, 
Oh, the guy's farm, the Dwight Schrute, Schrute farm, the Schrute yeah. farm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the bed and breakfast or whatever. Schrute yep. farm, bed and breakfast. <laughs> oh my gosh, they are so funny. So, yeah, yeah. Well, he he actually ordered a few months ago a bunch of stickers that say "Property of Dunder Mifflin" and <laughs> sticking them on perfect <laughs> all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it's pretty funny that. But uh, but yeah, we love that kind of stuff. So I've got a question for you, Rich. Uh-huh. A, a, a home related question. Okay. okay. So we're headed into the new year. Everybody's thinking about New Year's resolutions, that sort of thing. Top of mind on my list is uh, going to be doing kitchen cabinets and bathroom this year. I'll be talking to you about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so if if you had to think for the listeners, what is the one thing? that would be in every, most people's best interest to add to their New Year's resolution list to do for their home, what would it be? Maybe boring, may not be, you know, everybody wants new kitchen cabinets, right? Everybody yeah. wants a new bathroom, but maybe it's like attic insulation or, you know, caulking around the windows or simple things like that. Well, what's that thing that you're like, boy, if, if just everybody would go out and make sure that was done, it'd make everybody's life a lot better. Yeah, you know, and there's so many. I, I think it could be so specific to the home too, because um, maintenance is so important to the home. Just, just yeah. particular maintenance. That is truthfully like the number one thing, the number one return on investment, and just the number one thing to do to your house. Remodeling's great, and we do a ton of it, and it needs to happen over years and update and all of that, but. There's a difference between not well-maintained and well-maintained. Even if it's old and outdated, Sure, well-maintained means a lot. Yeah. And I've seen, like, I've seen high-end kitchens from, like, the highest-end kitchen you could ever imagine from, like, 1959 that are in. It's amazing Great the shape you. they're in. It's crazy. That's what, you know, every Christmas we go to my grandma's house down in Redbud, and uh, she had cabinets put in when the home was built in the 60s, hardwood, Beautiful cabinets, highly functional, well laid out. It's a small kitchen, but you know what? It's, it's great, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you look at them, you're like, hey, you couldn't buy cabinets like that anymore. Yeah. And the, the cost to put in something similar, it's like you just keep them nice. You yeah, know? yeah. So, so I would tell people, you, you probably just need to look around and see what needs to happen, and and just make that resolution to get something done. Yeah on that list. And I'm even guilty of not my, my front sidewalk for four years, it was broken. Yeah. And it wasn't a huge problem, but it looked horrible and, and, and it's really from street creep. Yeah. Um, so it really needed to happen sooner or later. I knew it was, we relieved the street creep. So I knew it wasn't hurting my foundation anymore, but the crack was there. And I finally got that done, uh, about three weeks ago. Are there are there like maybe Mosby does this? I don't I don't know. Are there like home maintenance services? So for you know, sort of busy professionals, you got kids, family, all that sort of stuff, and it's like, well, I don't know what needs to be. Co- Can someone walk around this house once a quarter and be like, God, oh, that needs to be caulked. That needs to be you know, had some insulation stuffed in there and and do that. Is is that a thing? Um, it should well, be. Yeah, there's several ways to do that. You can you can do just like home inspectors do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we do at Mosby Building Arts too, where we can do a consultation where mm-hmm. we'll come out and we'll just check the house over. We'll get in the attic. We'll get in the crawl spaces. I mean, we'll look the thing up and down. It's about a two-hour deal and, and really just let you know things that are happening with your house. I How have to think the roof look, things like that. When you're buying a home, in addition to your just regular home inspection, having someone who's like a 
you know, like in your shoes, come and look it over and say, hey, you know, this is not just on the inspection, but things that you might want to consider would be would be a good idea. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, this there's a there's a hard line between like the home inspections and like a consultation like what we do, because <clears throat> home inspections, they only check so much stuff. They're just and they see things and they just advise. Yeah. So they're not really everybody thinks they should not be held accountable. It. Yeah. And it's really like, no, if they don't notice something or if they don't, you know, they, they don't check every outlet in the home. They don't yeah. check, you know, they're, they're just looking at certain things and they'll say, well, you might need some more attic insulation, call a professional or your roof looks old, call a roofer. You yeah. And, and people get so into like, oh, why didn't they catch that? Or why didn't they know? But on the other hand is we get into all that right. in like a consultation. That's why we wouldn't be good home inspectors because you'd have problems selling your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There'd be so much to do because all houses, yeah. you know, have stuff. It, it's, it's, it just happens. Newer houses, older houses, it doesn't matter. I remember when I bought the home we're living in now and uh, first time I used the bathtub in the, in the yeah. upstairs bathroom, the, the second bathtub. A big brown spot on the ceiling in the living oh, room yeah. downstairs. Oh, I, was, no. I was like, this is like that movie, you know, like yeah. I, I can't remember it was some movie. I can't remember who was in it, but you know, they move into the house and then right away, everything starts going wrong. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm telling you what. It's from the eighties. Yeah. 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 That was, um, Oh, what? Uh, I'll look at it. On the name yeah. Of that. Yeah. Money pit. Money pit. That That's was, it, was it. Yeah. 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 Where the stairwell comes off. Well, Another yeah. awesome movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, the construction workers in there are great too. How they draw the name out of the hat. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you showed up. Yeah. Your name came up out of the hat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that inspection, I mean, we can do a consultation and get really in-depth and let you know a lot of things about your home and, and let you know what would help and what wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I've got a client I'm going to do that for. Um, she owns a, a multifamily, like a two-family. Her mom and her aunt lives there and she was wondering about an energy audit. And an energy audit is another way to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little bit more money. It's, it's, it'll have like a report and stuff like that. There's a lot of numbers and scientific stuff to it that, you know, it most be we quit doing energy audits because we can just tell the top 10 things. You yeah. can look around a house and you know how much insulation there is. And you know, and after doing energy audits for so long, you find the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And your especially in certain is, subdivisions, you oh, yeah. know what every roof has the insulation. You take the years. Yeah. You know, you go, if you're built from 50 to 70, you're going to have these problems. And if you're built from 70 to 90, you're going to have these problems. Yep. And 90 to 2010, you're going to have these problems. And so, so you can tell, you know, just we've done so much of it in that it just wasn't almost a benefit anymore. We can yeah. inspect the house. We can use an IR gun yeah. to see a few things, and then we can just advise that yeah. these are the things that mean a lot. These yeah. are the things that really help. It's also deceiving, you know, that they, they, they show you things and they say, all right, you know, do this insulation. It's going to yeah. save you 30% on your energy bill. And you think, that's a lot of money. Right, right. Well, it's going to save you... 30% in the summer when it's over a hundred degrees right. and it's going to save you in the winter 5%. when it's below like 20 degrees. Yeah. So that's like two months here and two months there. Yeah. So it's 30% of a third of a year. Right. That, so when you, you're done and it's only 8%, you're like, 
When that's what, Wait a minute. The same thing with this house. One of the things I knew going into it was uh, I was going to have to do the HVAC system. It was, you know, 20 years old and it clearly yeah. was not doing its best. You know, I didn't have another 10 years in it. So bit that bullet uh, last year with some recommendations from you guys. And uh, uh, But I had an energy audit done in yeah. advance of that. Just to, I was like, let's see what it is. I want us mm-hmm. to understand what the differences are. Um, the HVAC system made the difference. I mean, it was like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I can do some more caulking around the windows. I could add a little more insulation upstairs. The house was built in 98, you know, so it's whatever the R number is for then. But uh, uh, it, it is interesting, though, how in many cases the new HVAC system, if yours is actually working, it may be the insulation is the answer, not oh, yeah. the HVAC system before you drop that five or seven or 10 grand or whatever it is. Yep. But I would say, you know, take a look around, see something that you need. Or call a professional, do something like we were talking about, find something that you need, work towards that, make that your resolution, save the money for it, and then go after that item. You know, so my daughter was like, why did we get a new concrete step? Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, it was cracked. Well, that wasn't bothering anybody. I'm like, well, but it, it, it'll bother the next person. It bothered me. I may as well benefit it from bad. it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, that's my that's, that's my philosophy. Is I'm going to have to do this before I sell the place, so exactly. I may as well enjoy it. So so enjoy it for a while. And I'll tell you a little bit about uh, what B&W helped me come up with to actually, because <laughs> I think it's a good topic to help with that street creep and, and to help prevent this in the future from happening, too. They did a great job. Um, so I'll let everybody know about that when we get back to All right, we are back, and we're just having a good time here. Um, love doing this. Love helping out. Um, if you have anything going on, give us a shout. I would love to help you answer any of your questions about your house inside or out. 314-241-9797. Give me a ring. I want to remind everybody, too, um, I forgot to bring it up earlier about um, our Stephanina's gift card giveaway that um, – we do pretty much every week that um, we give away a $25 gift card to Stefanina's uh, Pizzeria and Italian Restaurant. So if you call in, leave a phone number that we can reach you at with your name, and um, we'll pick one lucky caller at the beginning of next week, and then we'll give you a shout. We'll uh, get your information, and we'll just mail you out that that gift card. So that Stefanina's Pizzeria is a great Italian restaurant, great pizza, great Italian food. We eat it all the time. I've been a patron there for well over 15 years. So if you call in, leave your name and a phone number we can reach you at, and you'll be on the list to win that gift card, 314-241-9797. So um, yeah, and speaking of my, so my concrete step, and, and a lot of people you know, they, they don't realize what it is and it's all up and down my, my road in front of my house. And, and there's something called street creep and it's really prominent out in O'Fallon, St. Charles, kind of out that way where you're on a lot of harder clay type of soil where the concrete can actually move on top of that soil. And it literally just slides over and, so in front of my own home, it was sliding towards my house and it pushed my sidewalk and I've got two steps in my sidewalk and it broke the one step and kind of lifted it up a little bit. And that is applying a ton of force onto the actual foundation on the front of the house because everything's connected to the front porch and everything. So imagine the weight of that street 
you know, pushing on the front of your house. And it's kind of, and it's, it's also caused by the, the momentum of the cars. When you think about a car, I'm kind of on a curve. So as it comes around the turn, all that weight is the force is pushing on that street towards my house because it's curving around to the right and I'm on that left-hand side. So it's literally sliding the road. It's getting closer to my house every year. So they, they cut a section of the sidewalk out and put in asphalt. So as that happens, there's about a four inch wide strip that that can crush and you can redo that and you could take care of that area. There's also a company out there that does like a rubber strip. It's a really neat, about three inch wide or something. They make a cut and they put this rubber strip in there. That's a pretty neat way to do it. If it's like a big driveway or, or something like that. So, so I had, you know, B&W Concrete been promoting them for years and, and it's who Mosby partners with, you know, doing our concrete foundations, flat work, all that stuff. So I had them come out and take a look at it and said, you know, I just need that one step replaced. And, and we kind of looked at it and he said, well, he said, here's, here's a thought. He says, you know, what my plan's going to be. And this is a big thing. And it's kind of what we do at Mosby is how do you come up with the best solutions? You know, it's thinking of the the problem that exists, not just, you know, the symptom of, well, the symptom is it cracked and you need a new chunk of sidewalk. And this this chunk of sidewalk that they replaced had been re- replaced before. So somebody had fixed the symptom last time and they replaced this chunk of the sidewalk with the step and then it all shifted and moved. And of course it broke that new chunk again because it's, the freshest it's, you know, in the point, like a pinch point with the step that that's, you know, where it's going to occur. So, so he, he says, Larry from B&W looks at it and says, well, here's my thought. I'm going to make it about eight or 10 inches longer and I'm going to put it on top of the one in front of it and we'll put some plastic down there and we'll rebar, really hold this step, this chunk together, but we'll put the plastic between the two sets of concrete so if you get that force pushing, it can literally shove the first section of sidewalk underneath this one without pressing against it. And I was like, yep, that's why we choose trade partners like that. And, you know, I, I would do the same thing looking at your house for siding and remodeling and things like that as you kind of look at what is the true issues and what's really, you know, happening in a home. So kind of like that consultation thing we were talking about, I've actually went to more than one, you know, client's house where I show up for either like a bathroom remodel or a kitchen remodel. And we end up siding the home, fixing leaks, fixing, you know, they say, yeah, that window's always kind of leaked. I wanted you to look at that too while you're, looking at the kitchen or whatever. And when you get good advice and you really understand what's, what, what the cause is and what's going to happen and what it really takes to fix it. And then you realize, well, that's just not that window. That's all my windows. Wait a minute. You know, maybe, so then you got to start to think about what am I after for my home? You know, what, what am I really doing here to where, you know, okay, so if you're moving in two years, maybe you fix that one window or that one side or that one area, then you go ahead and update that kitchen because it makes the house sell better or whatever. But if you want the whole house to last a long time and you're going to stay there, you may think, well, my kitchen works. 
I really don't want to have problems down, down the road. Maybe I focus on the whole outside and what really protects and keeps my house the best it's going to be for a very long time. And, and that's really what we're after. And, you know, with B&W, uh, concrete doing that for my step, it, you know, really kind of helped make me realize again, kind of what I do and why, and why we chose them, you know, to do something like that. Because the last concrete guy that did it before I had gotten there, he just did the same thing. He just poured in a new section with a new step in the same place. And that sidewalk pushed into there and it broke that thing again. And it, it always costs more to do it twice than it does to do it once the best way possible, even though his fix cost more than if I would have got somebody else and they said, yep, I'm just going to replace that. I'll do it as normal. I'll do it like that. It would have cost less money up front, no doubt, but it would have probably broken again in the next four or five years. And if I'm there, I'm going to be buying it again when I can pay once for that better solution and really make it, you know, get that lasting value out of it. And that's really what we're after and what we're trying to do with all these designs and processes and get someone to the right solution, get them to the right answer, get them to the best possible long answer that's really going to help them. And that's why, too, Eric, that um, the kind of New Year's thing is so hard mm-hmm. because it's like then it depends on what's your goal for the house. Right. You know, if, if you're out the door, you know, I see so many people where it's like, oh no, I'm, you know, I'm leaving in two years and I'm going to Arizona, be by my family and I'm retiring. Well, you know, maybe our 10 year workmanship warranty isn't exactly what you're after. Right. You know, so something you pick might not be the best thing for you if you're going to be there longer, if you're not, or if you're, you know, how you're doing it. So that's why I'd pick kind of that maintenance thing. Like I would say my new year's resolution for my house this year is going to, I got to finish my first floor. I got to paint the walls. I got to paint the ceilings, change a couple light fixtures. I got to get the rest of that first floor done mm-hmm. just to catch up, you yeah. know, from what I haven't done in the past couple of years. And it's just painting and some light fixtures and stuff. It's not, you know, kitchen cabinets. It's not, right. you know, all these big, expensive, elaborate things, but it just, it's so hard to get started sometimes for people. Yeah. Measuring the value that you're going to capture out of, because everybody wants to go in and do the best, right? Oh yeah. You want, you want the, oh, well, of course I want the granite countertops and the nice smooth slide, you know, drawers in my cabinets and all that. Uh, but you know, and actually three years I plan to be out of here. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you might want to reconsider a few of those choices. Uh, Oh, absolutely. By the way, you you can paint cabinets. And, and that's why after our, like our right bath, mm-hmm. you know, we, we developed right into that right kitchen. It's kind of the same thing. It's like, don't get too crazy. Don't change things around. Don't, you know, yep. get, get real nuts with everything, but make it nice, make it up to date, make it pleasurable for me. It'll for sell the next in a people, And it'll sell easy. We'll love it. Yep. You know, a lot of people are like, don't do anything trendy. You know, because I, I want the next people to be, you know, to kind of like it and not, you know, think, oh, gosh, I got to change that now because right. they did this crazy trendy stuff that right. is, you know, out of style in five Remember years. Remember bold red paint was in? Yeah. Everybody had a bold <laughs> red wall about 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and people change too and your tastes change and, and all of that. And, you know, it's just so so picking something for your house is is a little bit of a personal thing. 
And I'd say look around and just find something that's bothered you for, for a long time and, and, you know, make a resolution and tackle it. There you go. You know, set your mind to it and get to it. So, so my personal one is we joined the gym. Beautiful. Day before yesterday. Beautiful. Had my first little personal trainer thing yesterday to get started. The big new one right at uh, K&N there or? Yeah, yeah, the big yeah. club fitness yeah, there. That, that place is huge. Is massive yeah. in there. Yeah, it really is. So hopefully we stick with it, but we'll, well give it our go. go. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. All right. Well, hey, I think uh, let's try and see if anybody wants to try and give us a call in the last segment. We will have plenty of time. I think we'll get into our last break here. All right. All right, this is it. This is the last segment. If you have anything you're thinking about, Give me a shout, 314-241-9797. Love to help you out. Meanwhile, I think I'm going to stick onto this kind of, let's get into the the rules for having an organized house. There's uh, 16 rules here that um, we came up with that just a way to keep yourself organized and going. And I think it's great because it's kind of like that workout routine thing or you know, really you gotta, you gotta set a, a, a regimen or you gotta, you know, get your mindset to get back to working on the house or doing anything like that. You really, it takes kind of a commitment. So I think if you set some rules for yourself and, you know, try to follow them, it will become easy, you know, as you do it. And I mean, you don't have to do all 16. I don't even think you'd probably remember that you even have 16, but if you grab one, two, or three out of it and say, you know what, I think I'll start trying that because it can really, really help. And, and we're all human and we all, you know, it's, it's hard to stay on task and you really got to, you know, like I said, get like a regimen down to performing these things and, and kind of a never look back type of thing. It's like a diet, you know, don't look back. Um, don't go to that old food you used to eat. Stick, you know, you got a mindset forward and everything. So people that have really super organized houses and, and clean houses, they, they have things that they do like rituals. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll, so I'll talk about my mother-in-law for a minute because she's that way um, where if I was over at her house, um, like when we were younger and we were buying our own house and working on it, we lived with them for a while. I'm, I'm literally watching a movie. I'd get up to go to the bathroom and, and come back in the middle of a movie and my soda glasses back in the cabinet, like washed out, dried and put in the cabinet. And it's like, holy cow, I wasn't even done with that. But so, so thinking about what do you need to do and, and what are some of those rules to follow? I guarantee you she has a lot of these that she does. She probably doesn't even realize it, but um, it's just kind of when you get yourself into that routine. So one, so the number one rule is to just dedicate 20 minutes every day to get things in order. Um, it's only 20 minutes, but if you focus on, you know, clutter in just one room or like, you know, that junk drawer and you say every day I'm going to take 20 minutes and I'm going to just do something, whether it's, you know, before you leave and you get up a little earlier or right when you get home or right before you go to bed, you go, you know what, I'm going to get up 20 minutes quicker than I would have before bed. And I'm going to walk and I'm going to, you know, declutter something. Just taking that 20 minutes 
to do that. And you'll just start to feel if you, after you do it for like a week or so, you'll start to feel this accomplishment of, holy cow, all these things are straight. And, you know, it's, it's just a really good feeling of, you know, things happening. So if you get into a routine like that, so the number two, number two rule is uh, the one minute rule and it's the small task rule. So if you have a task that all these tasks add up to where it takes so much time to do them. So if you have a rule where if it takes more than a minute, you can wait till you're going to do that half hour cleaning or that hour cleaning, stuff like that. But if it takes less than a minute, then you do it immediately and you train yourself to do that immediately. And I'd say the biggest one, like, and we're guilty of it in my household is you walk up to the sink and you put your dish in the sink. The dishwasher's right next to you. It literally takes like 20 seconds, not even that maybe, to rinse it off, rinse out the cereal bowl, stick the spoon in the bowl in the dishwasher and walk away. You know, and it just keeps that area clean and decluttered. And and I know it's hard to to do and to get to, but if you make these rules and 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 you follow them, you'll start to see like results, you know, uh, of how it's working. So number three is to start a load of laundry before work. Um, laundry is oh my gosh, talk about things piling up. So if you just start a load before you go, and then dry it when you get home. And you just find yourself a load a day. Most people don't have a load a day, you know, or if you have a big family, um, maybe you do have a load a day. I'm sure you I have got a five load a day. kids. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. There's a load a day. So, but if, but if you got in that routine, you know, it would, you'd stay so on top of it and it would take, you, you would, you'd really, you wouldn't realize the time that it's, you know, not mm-hmm. really taking you. I don't think you'd miss it so much. Um, so that is, you know, a really good one to do. Um, so number four is, and this was, so I'll go to my stepmother on this one. Um, and she called it wasted motion. She would always say it. And she was the vice president of a large, um, uh, company that, uh, rented houses and, and, uh, apartment complexes and stuff like a property management company. And she would had all these maintenance men and stuff. And we did some painting for a lot of these places and she'd always say wasted motion and she'd see somebody you're wasting motion. And it's something that I got into my workload that I learned that working that, um, never leave a room without something in your hand. There's something to put away. There's something that has to be done, a shirt, a blanket, a pair of socks, a cup, you know, a water cup off the uh, table in the living room. Just if you're going to get up and walk somewhere, take the clutter with you, put it away, do whatever, like never walk without taking something from one place to another. And and it's true. It, it means a lot. Um, so if you do that in your job, then, um, you do that, uh, you know, if you start to do it at home, you'll, you'll do really good. And I think it'll really help you keep your stuff straight and everything. I'm just letting you know there's there's there are callers and something's wrong with the phone screener, but they're coming ah, through now. So okay. uh, if you want to take a call before the end of the show, you yeah. can. But I know you got other tips to get through here. No, absolutely. Um, I'll let these uh, jump in real quick here, and I'll do um, one more. Number five. Um, so number five is to deal with your mail every time you bring it in. Just 
you bring it, most of it's junk anyways, just deal with it, go through it, put the stuff you need where you need it, throw the stuff you don't need out. Don't save it for later. Don't, that's, that's almost kind of one of those under a minute tasks that if you walk in with mail, it really doesn't take more than a minute to, so that rule can almost play in with that minute rule and you can kind of two rules for one there. If you start taking care of that, that is a good way to keep clutter down and keep your house organized and everything. So, but I will go to, uh, Mary and, uh, she has a question about a window. Mary, you got a question for me? Yes, sir. How are you today? I'm good. I'm glad the phone started working. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I'm calling about our builder grade windows. They're about 10 years old and some of the seals have broken where you can see spotting between the, you know, the two panes. And I was wondering if we have to get all new windows or can the glass itself be replaced? They are, um, they do have that, uh, air, what do you call it in between them? Uh, yeah, they're the double insulated yes. with the argon gas and stuff in between them. Yes, and are you seeing like the fog in between the glass? Yes, and some actually have like spotting. Mm-hmm. So are they vinyl windows? Yes. Okay. So y- most vinyl windows, you can change the glass only. Um, so y- you can have a glass company come out and they can take out that double insulated unit and they can put in a new double insulated unit that will take care of, you know, that glass and that fogging. Uh-huh. And, and it is a good thing to do because that, when that, once that starts fogging, it means all the gas came out of it right. and there's just air in there. So you've really lost your insulation value in that window. So you can change just the glass and get that insulation value back. But the thing I would recommend is having someone out also to look at changing the whole window and really look at the difference and the difference in the cost. And, you know, then you can have that kind of what I was talking about a little bit earlier, that personal conversation of what am I doing? What am I really after? And how long am I going to be here? Because the glass isn't the only insulated part on a vinyl window. And there are, you know, there's vinyl windows that are way, way better than, builder grade vinyl windows. There's all sorts of levels of how well they're insulated, how well they're put together and the type of materials that they use. Right. So I would weigh that against changing the entire window and really find out then you could kind of see what am I after? What are my options? And just make a good educated decision. If all you see is the price of changing the glass, it's going to be the least expensive option and it's going to work well, uh-huh. but um, it might not work well around the perimeter of the of the actual window where it meets the wall and everything, right. and changing the whole window might help that. So I, I would weigh those options and then pick which, which way works best for you. Does that make that sound good? Oh, yes, but we don't plan to live here maybe, oh, a couple, hard to say how many more years. <laughs> we never know when we're going to move, but, um, we don't want to go all out and get premium windows. Yeah. Yep. And and there's some decent vinyl ones, but yeah, if you're going in a couple of years, you're probably best just changing that glass. As long as the, the, the window itself is operable and the sashes stay up when you open them and they work well and, and all of that's still going on, then your best bet is probably just to change that glass. They, um, well, they're operable, but 
they have leaked since day one, so they're really kind of junky. <laughs> they they leak water. No, um, you can just air. Feel air filtration on the mm-hmm. side, the channels. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you're staying there a long time, I'd say change the whole window for sure. Um, but the inspection reports and stuff will find that fog and make you change that glass anyway. So you might as well go ahead. And if that's the route you pick, you know, go ahead and get that taken care of. Does that sound good, Mary? Yes, it does. And I appreciate your time. Great. No problem. I appreciate the call. And uh, I think we're just about out of time here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, it was great. Uh, good to talk to everybody. Sorry the phones didn't start working until the very end there. But, um, Heather, I will be around next week. Just give me a call back then. Appreciate it. Get more at 971talk.com.